0: Welcome to Cloudlandia,
1: Mr. Sullivan, Mr.
0: Jackson. They swiped another hour from us.
1: They did? What happened?
0: Plus, the time changed last night at
1: two o'clock. Was last night the time changed? The last night the time changed. No wonder. Okay, there we go. So no wonder. But Apple keeps you up to date. Okay. So we think forward is what happened. Yeah. I didn't even... Yeah, Apple kept me up to date. I wasn't wondering why... The, no, I, Apple... Yeah, Rolex didn't get the memo. See...
0: There, the hood trust.
1: The uh, Rolex didn't get the memo. I was thinking to myself this morning. I was looking at the looking at the clock on the phone, and then when I put on my watch, I was like, "Wait a minute, that says nine. Is it nine o'clock or ten o'clock?" And uh, yeah, so I had no blissfully Dan unaware until you just told me that I had lost an hour there. Thank God you have Who, friends. Is this why we? Is this why people call their senators to to complain about <laughs> among other things? Yes. I'm about to run uh, a strong worded letter oh well,
0: well I've got one coming to a up next Friday so I'll ask okay <laughs> bring it up then. yeah hey we've you know I know you got a lot of stuff on your plate but there's something I
1: think you should really zero <laughs> in here you know I heard that there's a talk in Florida of getting off the daylight savings thing but they want to be you know the opposite of whatever we want to keep daylight time all. Is what it is, I think.
0: Yeah, Arizona does that.
1: But no, Arizona goes the other way, I guess. Right? Something I don't know what it seems. Yeah, like but it they don't whatever. change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Because you're
0: you're either it depends on when you chose to do it on the calendar whether you did it at a November crossover or you did it at a March crossover. So I think that's oh, the the thing. But I like you know a lot of people have things, well why don't we get it uniform and and I say. No, I don't like that. I like quirks. I like quirks. Yeah, uh, I like quirky. I like quirky people, and I like quirky things. Mm-hmm.
1: Every state should be on their own march to their own drummer.
0: Yeah, the more things that you have that are quirky in between you and the surveillance state, the better. There you
1: have it. Well, thank you for solving yeah. that mystery for me because I just couldn't. It didn't. I just thought, oh well, that's interesting. My watch is exactly an hour mm-hmm. off, and yet it's still running. Because sometimes if you don't wear the watch, it will stop, and would have to reset it. And Put it back on, but there we go. The mystery solved. So that's you know that's not going to change in the next twenty five years, Dan. That's one of those things that's going to be durable. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because some people will just not change. I mean, they'll have to have you know they'll have to have, and I don't think they can. I think the the Tenth Amendment to the Tenth Amendment says any law that's not given to the federal government belongs to the state governments. Okay, and that okay. would take. It would take a change to the Constitution to make it a federal thing. Yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's very, it's a, a very interesting, far-sighted. They were back
1: in 1780s. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's, I've really been this last little period of time here, I've really been thinking about the, you know, I think your idea of thinking, you know, 25 years is a is so great because I've been thinking, I've been here now, I've been in Florida for 25 years, moved here <clears throat> in 97. And, you know, I look at what, what's changed in those 25 years. It's, even, it's not even the same. I mean, it's a completely different world we're living in here. And I can only imagine what this next 25 <clears throat> is going to be going to be like, you know, but I was, you know, we were, we did, I got to spend some time with you this week on our free zone connector call. What I was thinking about is how durable the concept of thinking about your thinking is. Yeah. That's not going to change in the next 25 years. It's going to become even more important, I think, in the next 25 <laughs> years than it even has been.
0: That's kind of like the cosmic safe house. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, if you're but thinking you're- about your thinking, you're doing your best thinking. I mean it's just automatic best thinking and the students that come from it are the best ones and the actions that come are the best ones. I mean and the reason is because it's a reflection of you your unique ability as an individual right at the center. It's like where you're most yeah. operating according to your unique ability. Because yeah when I'm thinking about my thinking where I've been bothered by someone else's actions or opinions, when I'm thinking uh-huh. about my thinking, all that stuff just disappear it just disappeared. yeah you remove, yeah, you remove the light yeah my bother you know why am i mm-hmm. bothering with that stuff it has nothing to do with you know mm. things I have control over, things where I can make make my progress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know I have the book. I'm you know I do the quarterly book, and there. I yeah. uh, just the one for March just came out, which is called Capitalism and Everything Else, where I'm saying there's only <laughs> two things in the world. There's people who are really good at capitalism, and there's everybody else shouting their head off because they're not good at capitalism. And we call those communism, Islam, socialism. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but the one for this quarter is called geometry and I put it in quotation marks for staying calm and cool. okay And there's three rules and the first rule is everything's made up. okay? And that's the rule. Yeah. okay so if you think about the world, everything's made up. okay? And uh, the second rule is nobody's in charge. The third rule is life's not fair.
1: If you just got go ahead with that. And then you I'll just take three of path. those,
0: you know it's a triangle you know, and those are mm-hmm. corner points. And, you know, a triangle can con- continually change its configuration, but on the inside, it has to aid, it has to add up to 180 degrees. Okay, mm-hmm. so, you know, you have, I think it's called the least triangle and it's 90, it's 60, 60, and 60. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you have a, you have a writing, it's called a meaty's triangle, and it's it's, let me see what it is, it's, well, it's 90, and then it's 30 and 60, 90, 30, and 60.
1: Okay, Okay. that's
0: Yeah. And and so the so the thing about it is that if you feel confident is because you're making stuff up and acting on it and you're taking charge and instead of worrying about whether the world's fair or not, you're just creating value that other people enjoy. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you do those three things, you're gonna stay calm and cool regardless of what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. Because I'm seeing more and more there's I must have come across fifteen articles in the last quarter about the age of anxiety and rage where people are just responding unthinkingly but over emotionally about what they think the world is doing to them they don't have any rules for it. it's like they think everything's out to get them and the truth is everything doesn't even know they exist
1: yeah not, yeah and so you're seeing all these well you know what they uh, someone once told me your eyes only see and your ears only hear yeah
0: where is that that's what is that on Mount Rushmore or something? I think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to get myself a mountainside somewhere. <laughs> Mount, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, or just oh, that's a funny. Seri- series of, you know, the sides of barns, like it used to be mail pouch, tobacco, and vermin. Oh, that's <laughs> boy. Funny. I- yeah, I'll be a cause of more than you can possibly predict.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right, know, right,
0: right. Your eyes only see and your, your, you know, your eyes only see and your ears only hear what your brain is looking at. Oh, Whoa, watch out! Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, that'll be yeah. good about self-driving cars, Dan, is people will be free to look out the windows again. Yeah. The,
0: you know, the big one there is not a technological one. It's a oh. liability. It's a liability yeah. issue. Yeah. Who's liable? Who's liable if you're sitting in the seat?
1: Yeah, I and, know. This uh, is wild, right? I've also up- that to, it's going to have to come. Like, you know, my, I just got my new next version of the Tesla, and it, you know, I think pretty upgraded from the one I had. But the, you know, the self driving, the full autonomous driving option has a long way to go. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be as simple. As, I mean, park,
0: I mean, we've had self-parking for quite a long time, yeah, Moscow, yeah. 10 years. So it does a good job at that. And, you know, if it's but just you and reality, your car.
1: Yeah, I think the reality yeah, is you, you've had self-driving. You've had fully autonomous driving for 25 for years. For 20 as long as years. I've known you.
0: 20, yeah, 25 years. Yeah, fully self-driving.
1: You, you've had fully self-driving phone and voice operated. Pick me up here. Mm-hmm. Take me over here. I'll see you at one -hmm. o'clock fully Mm -hmm. autonomous and you've been ahead of the curve and it's so funny how we're i thought about that in many ways how looking at we better explain that
0: somewhere we better explain that somewhere along the uh, the road here here,
1: i look at the you know we're waiting for this self-driving but you have really just pushed the accelerator pedal and said what is the outcome that really want i don't want to drive i don't want to think about driving i want to be and just get from where I am to where I want to go. And what can I do to do that and enter your time car service that you use in Toronto that picks you up and takes you where you want to go, where you want to go there without any involvement from you. The only thing you do is get in the car and drive as a passenger yeah. to where you want to go. Get right out at exactly the most out spot to get out. You don't have to deal with parking or anything. You don't need to worry about directions or traffic or repairs, feeling. Yeah, none of it. Mm-hmm. Spend zero mm-hmm. time on the maintenance of a mm-hmm. transportation situation. So I see about some of these things that we're waiting for the technology to get better. You know, that technology catches up. I was thinking about my, I was thinking about where we've come with food. I was doing in my journal, just, this morning, even a little chart timeline of, I was just putting some benchmark dates along the way, you know, looking forward only at 2030. 2040, 2050, like what just kind of looking forward of how things are going to change here, you know, what we can see. And I was thinking about food as one of the things, like all the things I can't foresee right now, a thing when we're going to require food to fuel our meat robots that we're walking around in. And I thought about how it's to the point now, I've been using, there's a company now called Factor 75, and they are many meal services that will... To live you know shepherd ready to eat meals for you not like you know not as between you know some of the ones that bring you the ingredient for the meals and you have to prepare <laughs> and do that these are ready
0: which seems like the worst of both right right
1: yeah <laughs> and then the <laughs> inter-
0: it um, always struck me you're getting things delivered and then it's raw I mean, they have
1: to cook the stuff oh my god
0: I, I mean i mean i mean what did you do in your life last time to get punished in this time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And so they've taken (laughs)
1: out the, uh, they've taken out the grocery shopping and stuff of it, but you still have to, you still have to prepare the food. But so these factors. Yeah. And then the other thing is
0: you're trapped. You're trapped. Yeah. Because you have to make what what they, right. You know, uh, you know, uh, know, it it must be for people who've been in the educational system for a long Mm -hmm, time. And lives have been directed, directed, you know, Mm -hmm, anyway, but somebody told me about that. (laughs) Well, you just added to the complexity of my life.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And so the Factor seventy five meals are they're delicious actually. And I would liken them to, you know, the meal on your first class flight in Air Canada. Yeah. You know, the meals are well they're Tasty, they're they're good and perfect portions. Yes, that's exactly right. So it's everything. Yeah, if I if I just ate
0: if I just ate Air Canada sized meal, I would drop weight. You know, I would drop yeah. weight because yeah, uh, and you know a- anyway, uh, you know, you look at it and you say that's kind of skimpy, but it's. To, totally satisfying. Yeah,
1: these are perfectly and, yeah. like 600 to 700 calories yeah. packaged in a meal and delicious in every way and ready when you want in two minutes. And it's amazing to me yep. that it's the it's that way. So I thought that's pretty interesting. But then I thought again, you know, you for I don't know how long you've been doing this, but be 20, 20, well. 20,
0: 22 years. Yeah.
1: yeah. You have all of the meals prepared. You have a catering service that's deliver yeah
0: both meals both chicago both chicago and toronto yeah
1: yeah and so you don't have you have not had to think about cooking or any of those things you guys have the meals delivered right there and i thought back in 2002 when i first hired courtney as our house our, our your personal assistant think she i had her one of the first things i had her do because there was no delivery available for in New haven except for pizza yeah. and chinese foods which you could get right so i had her go mm-hmm. and get menus from every restaurant all the restaurants that we would want to go to and she put them in two binders i had a binder at home and a binder at the office and we had All of a sudden, delivery for every restaurant that we wanted to, because I would just look at the menu, tell Courtney what we wanted, and she would go and get it and deliver it for us. So if we were having dinner, we'd say, okay, we want to have this. And there it was at the time... That we wanted him so kind of like we created him. our own grubhub and stuff, but now everything, yeah, you know now of course, restaurant- the,
0: yeah, and uh you know it was zoom, and you know, I remember the week before shutdown, you know, so we were closing in on it because it's. Uh, Tuesday of this week. It was March 13th. I was in Chicago. And we had Babs and Kathy Davis were in, in Chicago that day. And they were consulting with all the other team leaders that we have. And across the system, we were seeing 50% cancellation rates. For the coming weeks, weekshops, we were already down fifty yeah. percent, and you know, for you know, people were worried. People, you know, you know, and uh, so when I finished in that workshop, not in that workshop, but a weekly because COVID was becoming a topical issue, asked me, "Would you guys ever think about doing ups virtually? You know, where the mm. workshops were?" And they didn't even name the medium because n- nobody, right? You know, nobody
1: really even had explored. Was everybody was sort of in the if you ask somebody how in your video conference. It would have been, you know, Team or Time or Skype was the other one or, yeah, yeah. or the email one, you know? Yeah.
0: So anyway, and the week previously, so this would have been the sixth. Somebody mm-hmm. said, no, nah. I said, you know, just, I just can't see it working. I just, something's mm-hmm. really lost. And then a week later, Babs and uh, Kathy tell me that we're closing everything down until June. So this mm-hmm. is March. So it's a full quarter. quarter. And, uh, you know, and I was tired. And I remember, you know, the plane ride home. I was just pondering because I like new things. You know, Mm -hmm. I like new things. So my, you know, my mind was kind of, you know, going through the possible universe, you know, Mm -hmm. of. And I woke up the next morning and I said, all right, it's Zoom it is now, because five years ago, I'd started doing podcasts and so some of the podcasts were in Zoom. You know, we were not just yeah. talking to each other yeah. sound-, sound wise, but it was like, yeah. and I really liked it. I like, uh, of all of them, I've done Skype, which I thought sucked. And then there's things, there's other ones, you know, which smell of corporate manipulation. And right, exactly. Like in a, you know, you're on the, hundred and fifth floor of some global bank and you know and you know I mean I mean I just found them uncomfortable but I really like the I like the quality of Zoom and I like the you know it was easy. It, it was really easy. And yeah you know, and then I just threw myself into it. But the big change Dean wasn't us. The big change was now there was someone at the other end. Right. Yes. Yeah. And eight <laughs> and six and yeah I you know it's like you know one one phone is not valid. Valuable. Two telephones right. are really valuable. <laughs> That's
1: all we need. Yeah.
0: Metcalf's law, this is a guy, Sun Systems. I think Metcalf mm-hmm. created Sun Systems back in the late mm-hmm. late eighties. And he has Metcalf law that the that the value of an interconnected electronic network. Okay, so he's being very specific here. You know, it's is the number of connections. Okay. So if you have 10 people on the network it's 100 the valuation is 100 mm-hmm. you have 100 people it's 10,000 you know and so that's why you get these incredible valuations in the network world it's because of the connections you know the that you can have and uh, so i thrived on it i mean i just absolutely yeah. loved it i just absolutely loved it and, and it came to me very quickly that this was not a communication medium it was a transportation medium yeah. You know, it was a trans? you know, and I treated it as if I'm actually sitting in your, um, sitting in your study, you know, yeah. I'm there. And not only that, I don't have to worry that much about my wardrobe because
1: I only let you see what I want you to see. Right. From the neck up, I've enjoyed your uh, yeah, uh, and yeah, your, uh, black
0: teeth. And two days, in two days, I switched from the Harry Rosen approach to wardrobe to the Dean Jackson approach to wardrobe. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: All black, and long blue. sleeve shirts at all times. Yes. my navy blue. You know. Oh, they are navy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're navy, but... Uh-huh. Dark and blue. And blue, blue jeans.
0: You're a khaki guy, and I'm a blue jean. That's jeans. right, yeah. There again, there's a binary situation that exists in the uh-huh. world. And sneakers. We both wear sneakers yeah. you know, of our choice. You wear yeah. glasses? Is that right? uh, but, you know, yeah. but just going back and sort of taking the whole range of things that we've talked about so far. My choice when a new technology comes out is that I find a really smart human who's passionate about using this new technology and I interact with the human. So that um,
1: was kind uh, of my that was kind of point about the examples of that everybody gets so excited about these new technologies, about Chat GPT, about all this AI self driving, all these things that are technology based, but the reality Reality is in many cases we can have already the outcome of what technology is with just some clear thinking and direction of other humans.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's who, not how, it's unique yeah. ability, I mean, I mean, it's everything. You know, I'm not good at navigating the You know these things, but other people, and they're you know, they're a lot of them are 40 years younger than me. They're just passionate about it. I mean, they're doing it Mm -hmm. that night. They're doing it on weekends. Mm -hmm. They get enough of it. Why why would I, you know, why would I involve when they're going to work out all the kinks? I mean, they're going to go through versions one through ten, and the uh, you know, and the record for technology. the yeah. outlandia as it gets simpler and easier to use because they make their money in volume and numbers and you know worldwide it's connections. So Versus-
1: We're disproportionately exposed quick start on, from a Colby standpoint. And
0: Coach, and <laughs> you and your business and me and my business. And, you know, for yeah. listeners who don't know what that means, this is a a wonderful profile by created by Kathy Colby, who mm-hmm. I just had lunch with about three weeks ago. And uh, she created a profile which you can do it online. It takes about 30 minutes. Costs you 50 bucks online. K-O-L-B-E. And uh, you just answer a whole bunch of in this kind of situation, how would you go about it? In this situation, how would you go about it? In this situation, and then it puts it all together, an algorithm puts it all together, and it gives you a, a number. It gives you a formula. And ours, is, Dean, yours, and mine is very close. I'm a 2 2 yeah. ten, four,
1: and you are a 4 4 ten, one
0: Yeah, but it's the yeah. 10 that's the quick, 10 It's mm-hmm. the quick start. And it just simply means that where other people will need to get a lot of facts before they'll take action. We just take action. Or they'll need a whole system put together before they can take action. We just take action. Mm-hmm. And, and the fourth one, implementer, is whether you can do it in your mind or you have to have hand on, you know whether right. you have to whether you have to yeah. have real things so a lot of people who are really hand tend to want to see this stuff and they want to feel it and they want to touch it and they want mm. to flip it around and everything else and so I have a five and mine comes out in artwork. I do really good mm. at grams and everything, but I could never make a living with that skill you know it's right. a good skill too, but Just to push it a little further, you do fact-finding and you do follow-through grading systems, yeah. but not until after you've gone into action. Right. Yeah. Why would yeah, I do I wonder... research before I've made... The, why would I do research before I've made the... Okay. Exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. I make the decision. I say, wow, I need to know this. I need to know this. Wow. I, ooh, wow. I'm missing a lot of the information here, but it's very specific just yeah. to the decision that I've just made. You know.
1: I wonder <laughs> if the one is a, like my one implementer is why... Like I don't generally use the tools themselves. You know, like I don't. I'm not that. Like you, you're saying, even though you're a five, but you still you keeping a layer of human between you and Chat GPT. I, or I you have,
0: know, computer yeah. artists. I mean, you know. Yeah. Writer. Well, you have. I mean, you with the ninety minute I have book. All the you every, yeah. yeah, you have a ton of people that with the you know the podcast from that. You have people yeah. who do oh, that. Yeah, yeah, you no, know, I, I mean, all of that. and it's
1: then all you got all the.
0: Then you got all the delivery people in celebration who knock on your mm-hmm. door. You just That's need exactly. someone. To, you just yeah. need someone in your house that'll go and open the door and bring the meal to you rather than having exactly. to get up.
1: You know what's funny is our friend Joel. House
0: the- staff is still important. House staff is still important. You know.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Joel Zadak coach member yeah. that in the, you introduced me to his client, Ronnie Chang is a comedian who has a couple of specials on Netflix. And one of them was just that talking about the, you know, the level that we've gone to now. It's not enough that you have people like bring the food right to your door. We're going to need somebody to go get it from door and stuff it in our mouths and move our lips. Yeah, (laughs) Like, where are we going? Yeah, well,
0: one of our clients, I think it was.
1: Yeah, We did
0: our first IP value builder workshop for a new program that I started where entrepreneurs can look at all the creative problem solving they've done since the beginning of their company. And it can now be translated, well, first of all, automatically it can be translated into copyrights and trademarks, which can be Mm -hmm. done online. But the third one is patents, and patents have real value. Patents are as well as your house. You know, and and we have a great team member—not team member, but brilliant—you know—entrepreneur in the program, Keegan Caldwell from Boston, mm-hmm. who was has been the fastest-growing IP firm in the United States three years running. But last mm-hmm. year, only the fastest IP law firm, IP firm, but actual law firm. He was the fastest-growing law firm.
1: Okay. And he's
0: got all sorts of really interesting philosophies and strategies. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't see how any other law firm especially IP law firm, could even think about doing what he's doing because he doesn't charge by the hour. He charges by the project. And and it takes balls to do that, I'll tell you, especially when you're you're dealing with very complex governmental. I mean, the Uh Patent Bureau's got 10, you know, so he has to do this. But somebody was saying, you know, around, I, I pointed out that the two fastest growing industries in the world and have been for probably the last 10 years, number one is Information technology, which all of the things we're talking about today rely upon, information technology, which gets you know, which gets better and more interconnected. But the second one is, and and people have said, "You mean your kind of coach?" And I said, "I mean any kind of." Mm-hmm. He said, "You know that because technology does not coach itself." Right. Yeah. You still, still need it. Cool. You still need a human. You still need a human who is passionate about the technology to explain the technology. And make it easy mm-hmm. for other human humans. I was mm-hmm. noticing one thing. I was really quick. November 30th, when ChatGPT was released to the world. A week later, I went on Google and I said, "ChatGPT coaches." Yeah, Hundred of them. Of
1: course. Now there I haven't heard a thing about these since ChatGPT came oh, about. Oh no Edities, no that? oh, that's crazy everything is gpt and i understand now to, that GPT kick, kick
0: to the corner kick to the yeah. corner you know kick to the basement
1: you know, yeah. and, and they're over no so
0: currencies that's all
1: old news forget about that the
0: that's just GPT. a form of that's just yeah crypto is now just the plot lines for new courtroom yeah uh, the courtroom dramas you know And everything else, you know, and that, you know, that just shows you that that a technology that's just immediately useful in a million different ways has the edge. You know, to yeah. young people's interest. Yeah, but oh, you, the thing is, yeah. I won't. Yeah. I mean, I won't touch it. And I keep talking to my team. I said, right. "Have you used ChatGPT?" And and you know, about I, you know, they're in their 30, 20s, twenties, thirties, and forties. Most of them. Yeah, and I would say just anecdotally, I haven't done you know you know a survey. you know, about fifteen of them are. And I mm-hmm. said, if I have a series of things that I'm looking for, and I just write, a, if I just write out a fast filter, a coach tool, and I send it to you, could you take that as the prompts
1: and do something? And they said, we'd love to. And that's, I think that's really a, that, that's a thing. It's such a, I've never seen one in the wild, but I imagine there are people who are, people who thrive in this would be fact finder implementers. I don't even know. Yeah, that, and, that is uh, not and so real.
0: And very pale because they never come <laughs> up from the. They never. They never come up from the. It's
1: like from one here. of those cave salamanders <laughs> that never see the light of uh, yeah, a the cave male, male,
0: male, of course. You know. Yeah, and and you know and you know and mom does everything. Yeah, yeah, but but you know there were 300 in the last three months of the four months of the 20. 22, so just Hmm. this past the end of last year, there were 300,000 staff fired by about the top 10 tech companies, you know, the high tech Google and, you know, Google and Apple and Amazon and Facebook and Twitter. And these are the individuals who are going to become the masters of ChatGPT because they got, they suddenly, they got, they all got a big payout. So the next half year is, you know, the income is there and they can just master this new technology and then they'll go back and create entirely new platforms to destroy the people who fired them yeah
1: right exactly (laughs) i wonder you know i there's no motivation
0: like there's no motivation like revenge
1: yeah (laughs) right i wonder i I heard us and i don't have the actual the sourcing for it but just telling me about the number kindle books that have been published on kindle amazon you know in the last 90 days or first quarter here. Yeah. Yep. Exponentially bigger than the pace that books were being published prior to, to ChatGT. Mm-hmm. There's many people now that are hearing book by from Kindle that are up there. AI books are, you know, the real, that's, it's been an amazing uptick in the number of books yeah. that are. Yeah. In. In, in
0: 1994, I wrote a book called mm-hmm. The Great Crossover. It was my first book, The Great Crossover. And what I looked at, I, I went back in history a little bit, and I used mm-hmm. a particular event in the world in 1975, which was called the Thrilla in the Manila. Thrilla in Manila, mm-hmm. and it was Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. And it was the first sporting event in the world that went worldwide because it was by uh-huh. satellite satellite television. And I said, I'm going to use this as the kicking point of the introduction of a new technological world that's going to change everything. And I, 75 to 2025, so we're you know we're three years, 50 uh, two yeah. years, to, two years to go. And look what look look what's happened since 75 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. And, and including GT, GPT. But the other uh-huh. thing I said in that book is that there's been four human earthquakes where humans created something new and it caused a seismic shift in how people related to each other. And the first one was just language, speaking language. Okay, yeah. and, and the first humans who kind of got on this must have decimated their other humanoids really mm-hmm. fast. And they started, you know, you know, they just started this ability to, you know, to communicate with words, you know, it was just amazing. And then the next one was writing that they were able, and they did it on clay. We know that, uh-huh. that basically, and it was mostly, uh, the first part of it was when clay was used, it was ba- basically keeping track of numbers, keeping track of, you know, accounts. And, you know, they just like have eight and a half by 11 pieces, an inch thick uh, of, you know, clay inscription, they get the clay yeah. while it's soft, and then with a sharp instrument, they and then they created you know, the written languages developed out of that. But it'd be like your remarkable an inch yeah. thick
1: made out of clay, uh-huh. yeah. And if you want and another page, you get another page at a time, right? You get another clay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that was huge, and so whoever got a hold of that just took over, and and then the third one was printing, you know, Gutenberg 55, I think the year is. And that just revolutionized everything. And I said, this digital one is the fourth crossover. Okay. Uh And, but what happens is that writing, just being able to write on whatever clay, pyrus, you know, whatever they wrote, yeah. just allow very quickly around the world that everybody could acquire language, okay? Yeah. Because you could do it over generations and you could do it over, you could teach everybody. And then Gutenberg, when he came along, he took writing and made writing available to everybody. And I think what the CBT, you know, the buildup of all the technologies, they allow you to take what Gutenberg did and allow them to do it as an active agent.
1: Yeah. And now, you you remember know, how digital. hard. I mean,
0: I mean, how hard writing a book is for most people.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how I wonder, you know, how few. It's very easy to see the number of books you know, published by year. I
0: mean it's a to mm-hmm. doing their own amputation.
1: Yeah, that's more I mean, C- the fear yeah. the
0: fear and the difficulty and the pain and the dread. You know, you know, I do one every quarter, so I've done thirty yeah, you know, I'm on my thirty yeah. four and thirty four quarter quarters. Yeah. And people say, Well, you know, what's it feel like? You've taken all the joy out of it and I said, I've taken all the how out of it, you know. Mm. And, but I have nine human beings and a lot of technology that yeah. the, that poses pulls this off for me, you know, yeah. and because it's not writing the book that's important is that ideas that I have are in book form and they're forcing people in the program. So I think, you know, this is going to be different, but it's going to be the same as for what happened with itself, speaking language, writing yeah. language, printing language. Uh, there will be a similar pattern into how this happens.
1: I just think about, Dan, what an amazing, like, the fact I love the whole durable formatting. Like, you know, you're using the exact same, you know, chassis for the books. They're all the same size with the same fold up, the same format, the same font, the same color palette. I don't even know what I would call it. There's definitely or you say it. You look at a book from a hundred feet away, and you know that's that's a Dan Sullivan. Yeah, slightly, yeah. slightly, bigger, wider than most books. It's that color palette that you mm-hmm. have is cartoon, uh, yeah. strategic coat strategic. Yeah. Everything about yeah. it, 100% Helvetica. Well, I can
0: tell you, Well, I can. I, you know, I can tell you exactly because we were just comparing Toronto printing to Chicago printing. And we've had a Chicago printer now to do okay. about it. Periodically you wanna see yeah. you know, you wanna see what it is. and yeah. and it was the Toronto was in thousand for the first five thousand books. All everything in, you know, the setup you see the same setup every time we, when we yeah. did the first one, we paid for the setup for Everything and we notified them that look, you say, well, we've got the setup costs, I said we handled the setup costs on the first one, you know, yeah, I mean, did you throw it off? did you throw did you throw it all <laughs> yeah. away you know <laughs> yeah, no, they they wanted to get a little secret profit in there, and I said,
1: yeah well, right, now. exactly, yeah,
0: yeah, so anyway, and uh, we have a team at the printer uh-huh. you know and and we even have a print broker. We don't even deal with the printer. We have a print broker who yeah comes to our offices and works with our artists and our, you know, the production mm-hmm. manager and the production team and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you've done it three or four times, you're a total master at it, you know.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and so... Yeah, and but that but I couldn't do that after you know, and you don't know any of that when you're writing your first book, and that's why I think are ninety minutes. And I said, well, what's this first book that if we go through Dean? What's this first book do? It says it has having written a book in the past. That's what yes. it is. yeah right and that makes the next one 50 percent easier
1: yes because now you're bringing the technology the thing that you learn the process the model yeah. forward that's and that that's IP right really I mean that's really yeah bad. That, no it's IP It's IP figured out yeah you know? so that's yeah. kind of a but I just think now you know if you you know put all of those in a you know in a box. That, that'd be something to have the first, you know, 50 books when you get to that thing, what that would look like as a real, you know, a collector item. I bought one time, Dan, a box set of the Harry Potter books I oh, was in a cafe. That, that was a heavy box. <laughs> yeah. And I keep it on my, I keep it in my office on the desk, on the, in near my desk. And it, a, I used it as a visual inspiration to show mm. what at time and it's many billion now, I imagine. But at time, what a billion dollars looks like, and because uh, I yeah. realized that she, you know, JK Rowling created from her head through her pencil onto pages in a cafe the IP that became worth a billion dollars. She, oh, yeah, you know, she withdrew a billion dollars from her brain through her pencil. Well, yeah, a
0: billion dollars to her. I mean, yeah, that's the, what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean. I mean, I mean,
0: it's a billion dollars for everybody. That's one thing. But when the billion dollars is for you and there's yeah. billions more for everybody else, you've done something. You've done something. That was really what the big, funny yeah. thing
1: was, because I was reading. I was sitting. I remember it so clearly. I was at a Barnes & Noble and I was sitting in the cafe and I was reading an article that said that J.K. Rowling had just become the first billionaire woman in the UK, aside from the Queen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Queen, the Queen was always the, uh, the top network yeah. person. And J.K. Rowling, Rowling, not only was the first female richer than the Queen, she was the first Briton richer than the Queen. Interesting. Yeah and yeah, she with that I mean and uh, you know she's getting there there's all this swamp of the last you know getting into you know you know these mud fights over gender and everything yeah. like that yeah. and the people throwing the mud I said instead of wasting your time on this why don't you go out and create something that's worth a billion dollars
1: and right. get it on the
0: right exactly. side get on the right side of it i said you guys are like ants crawling up her shoes you know i mean right, <laughs> right. yeah and the funny thing about it her, even her young actors who she made totally famous were turning her mm-hmm. except the evil young boy Malfoy, the actor who played Malfoy, I forget what. Drago, Drago, uh-huh. I think his name. Yeah, yeah, and he looked like uh, what was that series, The Child of the Dead? You know
1: the, you know, oh, yeah. the, it was the a monster. The whole uh, science fiction, science yeah. fiction. Oh no, I know that.
0: Yeah, The Children of the Dead, but all blonde okay. with blue eyes, and and uh, he kind of looked like that, you know. And he, but in the stories, he transforms. He actually becomes a transformed character. And he said, "Come on, you guys." Yeah. You know, Nobody in the world would know who we are except for this woman, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he says he said, I'm gonna turn on her now over some, you know, current political issue. And right. I said, Come on, you guys. If I hadn't met her you know, I hadn't been noticed by the people who were choosing actors for the plays. No, I would have gone through my whole life and nobody would have known me. And now everybody knows me. Yes. You know, and uh, which is good and bad. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you yeah, and this is part of the Cloudlandia. This is part of the Cloudia world, you know. Instant Instant amplifier, instant multiplier, uh-huh. but it can be good, instant amplifier, or it can be really bad, instant amplifier. And that's, we're not used to living in that kind of world.
1: We really are. It's really, I mean, when you really think about the phenomenon of that, that's something that Joe Polish and I had a conversation about when we started I Love Marketing. You know, we were saying how because it was just these conversations that we were having that nobody was listening in on. We were brainstorming things. We had some really good ideas that night. And just thinking of what if people could just listen in on these conversations. Well, that's all we're doing now, Dean. That's
0: exactly it. I mean, we're just... you know, having we're just doing we're just doing singles conversational tennis.
1: Yes. Right. Right. That's exactly <laughs> Yeah.
0: You serve. I you serve. I come back. You serve. I see. You know.
1: Oh, no, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah and being, and in the lot Yeah, you know, people are in the back and forth. You know, yeah. And, you know, and I've got a growing number of our clients say, boy, I love the last one. The last one was really great. Just watching what happens over the course of an hour.
1: No. yes that's exactly it and uh, so you think about what would have had to happen before this digital crossover like how it wasn't it's not that long ago that this wouldn't have even been uh, you know you know how to be able to well, our
0: law our lawn hand handwriting would be
1: a lot better than it is today that's true i bet you're right
0: and you'd know who your mailman is
1: yeah That's true. Remember, I think about that. I was reading, there's a book about daily routines and stuff. I forget what the book was, but it was just basically little summaries of what's known about what, you know, great people through history, what their daily routine was like. And yeah, uh, I remember like in the hundreds and the, you know, stuff that people, they basically followed this general pattern. People were either like early birds and they got up and did their stuff, read the paper, it had their tea, and then did their work, and then took time to do their correspondence. And that was like a part of everybody's day. Oh, was- yeah. Getting the letters, I guess, right, and doing their correspondence. You can imagine, you can visualize them sitting at their desk with a, you know, lantern going on and a fire burning, and reading their letters and writing with a quill and, you know, inkling on the letters. You know, my dearest Dan, I hope this letter finds you well. I've received the correspondence, you know, and going back and forth. Yeah, uh, on the. Yep. And now we just take yep. it for, you know, instant. Now we can text somebody right away, you know, something. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I've got somebody coming
1: and to talk to me in three minutes here.
0: We're in Chicago today. I said we were in Los Angeles, but we're in Chicago.
1: Next week and you're uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah, and
0: yeah, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm on the way to Los Angeles next
1: week. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so next well, I week I won't be able had, to. Yeah, we missed two in a row, I think, from what I saw on my calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Anyway, so great talk. I mean, this is great. Thanks I love for... it.
1: Always do, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Safe travels. Hugs to Bob. Okay. okay. We'll talk to you. Tomorrow. Yep.
0: Okay. Bye.